Hey everybody, it's your number one ghost host, Chris. Home. What are you doing? I'm channeling my inner chi so I could be as swift as a coursing river. You done? Well, hold on. I'm I'm just about to get the strength of a raging fire. Hold on. And I'm your Disney detective, Greg. Oh, it feels so good. My chi, I've unlocked it, Chris. And I'm almost as mysterious as the dark side of the moon. No, you're just Greg. Still. I am Fa, Greg, of the Fa family. Nope. Distant cousin to Mulan. Nope. You sure about that? 100%. How about now? Wow, that was bad. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, well, welcome back, guys. This is uh, the fifth week of January. Wow. Are there five weeks in January? Yeah, I think there are. I think there are. Yeah, well, five Fridays. Five Fridays. Yes, five Fridays. So. Hopefully, J- January 2020 has treated you well, and you're you're coming back here to uh, start off your, your weekend well with a good dose of your Disney fix. With Chris and I. In uh, weeks past, we talked about some other Disney Renaissance movies, starting with The Little Mermaid, jumping over to Beauty and the Beast, touched upon Aladdin. Last week's, which was pretty powerful, was The Lion King. Oh man, that Lion King movie. Holy Still, cow. Oh, it's so good. So I, good. I can't. Man. We, could, <laughs> we should just go back and talk about The Lion King. We should. We should. But. But I, I do believe this next one um, has grounds for us to talk about. We'll be a winner. Yes. Hands down. So today, we're going to be talking about Mulan. Mulan? Yes, Mulan. Why are we going to be talking about Mulan? Well, just after some uh, some talking and, and thinking. Discussing. Discussing some, uh, some percolating and ruminating and all that lovely kind of... Simmering. Simmering, yes. We... we Decided that you know the next Disney Renaissance movie that is is higher up in the list would be Mulan over some other ones. Um, now that doesn't mean that we don't like the other ones. Uh, just all in all, in terms of popularity wise, I think Mulan still resonates and higher than some of the other ones that are still in that time period. I agree. So let's kind of go through a little bit here. This is the ninth of the Disney Renaissance time period movies. It is the 36th feature film from Disney. It is loosely based on the legendary tales of Mulan. Um, Mulan has many different iterations depending on which people you go to, what time period. So there's no exact one story of Mulan. Um, The film was released June 19th, 1998 to positive reviews. Let's take a look here. And let's take a look at the cast that we have. We have Ming Wen as Mulan. We have Eddie Murphy as Mushu. Miguel, uh, what is that? Ferrer. Ferrer. Um, as Sean Yu. We have B.D. Wong as Captain Lee Shang. We have June Foray as Grandmother Fa. We have Harvey Fierstein. Fierstein? Fierstein. As Yao. We have, oh man, this one's gonna hurt. This one's gonna hurt me. Uh, Jadi Watanabe Watanabe 
Oh. As Ling, <laughs> we have Jerry uh, Tondo as uh, Chen Po. We have James Hong as Chi Fu. We have Sun Tek Sun Tech O. Yeah. As Checks out. Fazu, and we have Pat Morita as Emperor of Japan. Yes. Yeah, so let's not forget uh, George Takai. As the first ancestor, good old Sulu from the Star Trek series. Okay. And and the singing voices here, Donny Osmond as the singing voice of Shang, and Leia Salonga, who's the singing voice of Mulan. I didn't put all the singing voices in the other ones, so that's why I was trying to. Oh no. Okay. Well, anyway. So for this movie, for the uh, music, we have Jeremy Goldsmith, who was pretty much behind all the music here. Some of the top songs is "True to Your Heart." We have Reflection, That's a good one. Honor to Us All, I'll Make a Man Out of You, and A Girl Worth Fighting For. So okay. we have a lot of great songs here. Yes, spanning different emotions. Yes. <laughs> um, so, Greg, since you have been the king of this, why don't you go ahead and give us a, uh, a plot rundown and an overarching story of what happens sure. in the movie here. Sure. So Mulan uh, takes place uh, in the distant past in China. Uh, starts off the Great Wall of China, and you know the Great Wall of China was created, you know, to fend off um, invaders and the like. Uh, but there is this one particular invader, Shan Yu, who is uh, just bent on again just conquering and laying waste to nations, um, and that calls for the. Um, you know, the country of China to enlist uh, men into their army to help fight off this ferocious band of uh, marauders, I should say. And so uh, they go around to every family. They uh, look to get at least one able-bodied male to uh, enroll in the army so they can have enough uh, numbers to face and defeat the evil. And, uh, you know, the, the king's um, messengers, you know, come to uh, the, the Fa family. And the Fa family has uh, Mulan as a daughter. She's uh, still trying to find her place in the world. Uh, not really into the rigid uh, traditional aspects of uh, womanhood and what is expected of her. Um, she wants uh, something much more. She doesn't want to be, uh, you know, put down or, you know, put in a box. Um, or like the movie Dirty Dancing says, don't put baby in a corner. <laughs> so she, uh, <laughs> um, she's trying, she's struggling with that. And when she sees the, uh, like the king suitors coming around to pick up um, men for, for, the, for their army, um, she notices that her dad, um, you know, says that he will fight even though he is injured and he's uh, not in the best shape any longer. Uh, so that, you know, gives a lot of strife to Mulan just because, well, she doesn't know uh, like who she is. You know, there are people telling her who to, who and what to be when she feels completely different. Uh, but all she does know is that she will do anything for her family and for her father in this case. So in the dead of the night, she ends up taking the scroll that was belonging to her father to go and, uh, you know, take his place in the fighting so he doesn't die um, on the battlefield and uh, you know basically she goes there her father sends uh, spirits 
to uh, like of her ancestors to help her go through this. And uh, just because there is a huge um, penalty uh, that if the if the Chinese army figures out that you know she is in fact a girl, uh, it's death. So th there's definitely real, real life consequences here, and she knew that going into it, which makes her just her character even stronger than than before. But she goes in and she ends up showing up so many of the male. Um, soldiers uh, and sort of laying to rest that you know females can also be uh, very useful um, but still they don't know that that she is a female um, and uh, you know they're they're basically trying to catch up to Shan Yu uh, but they come across uh, different parts of the countryside that have been ravaged by him so they see it firsthand um, and um, you know, they they finally end up confronting him, but that's when um, you know Mulan shows her her true self um, after saving um, her commander um, Shang uh, during this avalanche. And uh, even though she won the hearts of the soldiers, uh, they still banished her. I mean, it could have been could have been worse. Uh, she, they could have killed her, but just since. She saved the life of her commander. He spared her life, uh, so he then deemed it even. Um, you know, he saved her. She she saved him. He saved her now. But um, regardless, uh, given the fact that you know no one now is on her side anymore, she still decides to go into the city to warn um, her her battalion that you know Shan Yu is still on the loose and he's here in the city, and uh, she still doesn't give up. And she uses her, um, you know, the bonds that she formed uh, of respect uh, to, you know, carry out this mission that would ultimately defeat Shan Yu. And uh, which resulted in um, Mulan being uh, recognized by uh, the Emperor of China. And, uh, you know, she gets to come back with full honor and uh, to actually um, make her family proud. Just because in the beginning of the movie, she, she doesn't make her family proud. Uh, at least in the eyes of you know the like her her maternal side uh, in terms of oh this is the girl that you're meant to be this is what society has made women out to be and therefore you should follow it to being a a, a war hero who saved all of China so uh, again a great story I, I I do believe that the main theme uh, would be to just be true to your heart and uh, don't let anyone tell you. Um, you know, or, or don't let anyone discourage uh, your your passions or your dreams. Uh, and of course, adversity will pop up in your life as it does in everybody's lives. But it's it's what you do with that adversity or when you face it, um, as opposed to um, you know, yeah. I think just the main thing is like what what you end up doing with your life when when you're faced with adversity. All right. Yeah. So there we go. That's that. That's my hot take on it, and that's what I believe the the, the main theme of the movie is. How do you, how do you think I I did? I think good, you did sir. a great job, man. Always again, recaps are your thing. You should just become a recap expert. Thank you. Thank you. I try. Um, let's take a look at what else we have here. So, for the intro of the movie, how do you think this intro went? I think it was uh, it was very interesting. I liked it. Yes, it was. Um. 
it puts you right into the middle of the action. It's, it's like, okay, someone's going down. It's definitely more serious. Um, but still, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very good. Uh, it's not something typical of a Disney film, I think. Uh, yeah, it just, it just shows you what's at stake and what will be going on throughout the whole film. Like it, it doesn't pull its punches. You know that there's trouble when people are invading and uh, already there's tension. Um, but there's just something about like the the um, the history of China and um, their their country to where in this beginning you have the Great Wall of China and then you have them working in unison to warn like the whole wall and then it's ensuing inhabitants that there's something up just by lighting those torches it's like i don't know it's just like a sense of community but it's also like you better get ready for the rest of the movie because this is going to be non-stop action there's going to be good versus evil and uh, it's just a good old um you know fighting story <laughs> good old fighting story. good old fighting story <clears throat> yeah i think the intro was very cool i loved the idea of uh, Shan Yu and the Huns, you know, invading the Great Wall. And, um, yeah, I thought it was really cool seeing that aspect of it. And how he wanted the Emperor to know he was coming. Like, yes. it wasn't like, oh, I'm trying to be secretive in the middle of the night. It's like, no, I, I want people to know I'm here. Yep. I want people to fear me. Yes. So I liked that. Um, so what do you think about... Um, the movie, like, uh, well, we'll jump into this later. But what do you think about who your favorite character is? Who do, who do you think it is? If you had to pick one. If I had to pick one, I would have to say Mushu. I love me some Mushu. <laughs> it's a Mushu. I feel like uh, Chris Tucker in Rush Hour. Rush Hour 2 is like, I want me some Mushu, Lee. <laughs> Mushu. Yes. <laughs> so, Mushu, uh, you hungry? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but it, yeah, it's just great. I mean, just, yeah, I mean, how even even that character, you could tell that he's like down in the dumps and not a lot of people look uh, look at him seriously, where it's like, oh, well, they, you know, um, where's the great stone dragon? You know, it's like, we, we want him, not you. So uh, he already has something to fight for um, to, to prove his worth. But when for you... For the record, last time he was sent out on a mission... One of the ancestors got their heads cut off. Fair point. Fair point. Um, but, you know, he did his best. Did his best. And his best got his got an ancestor's head cut off. Yeah. Yeah. So, still, I mean, interesting character development there or just a past. Yeah. Um, to say, okay, this is going to be interesting. But, yeah, I mean, just his journey, too, because he has a lot to overcome as well. So I feel like both uh, reputations are, are at stake for, you know, Mushu and Mulan when he comes to help her. And when you when you pair it with Eddie Murphy's voice talent, you know, just as the phenomenal comedian he is, yeah. he just kills. He kills the role. It's great. It's uh, it's very it's like uh, a couple <clears throat> notches below Robin Williams genie. Like, I love it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yes. How about you? Who's your favorite character? Mm, man, that's tough. I would pro- 
probably say I would have to go with Mulan. All right. I think uh, Mulan is my favorite character in the movie. I think she's strong. She's willing to learn. She doesn't give up easily. She puts her family first. Now, there is a sense where it's like, yeah, she's defying the government. She's defying her father, which, you know, like obviously the Little Mermaid, you know, Ariel defied her father. But I think they were for very different motivations. One was because I just want what I want and I want to be a princess and and not a princess I want to have a prince and all this stuff it was very self-serving I think Mulan's was very much um, self-sacrificial and it was like I'm defying everybody because I want to protect my family and I want to protect my father I don't want him to die right yeah very selfless yeah so I think there's a big difference there and her motivation to always be there to protect people and put herself in danger even for her you know fellow soldiers it was just like she very very much willing to do what it takes to make sure people around her are protected yeah which i, I agree. really liked yeah i mean um, it, yeah it, it it definitely resonates and then um i think uh the way that mulan's character interacts with people at the camp is pretty funny yeah as ping <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, so I think, I think Mulan's character, <laughs> it was funny when she was in the tent after like the one morning and then Mushu wakes her up and starts feeding her food. He's like, okay, no, you do a good job and, uh, don't kick other people's butts unless, uh, unless you have to, then you kick other people's butts. Yeah. Oh no. He's like, don't get into any fights unless you have to, then you kick other people's butts. And then she has a bunch of food, a bunch of food stuck in her mouth. And she's like, but I don't want to kick other people's butts. <laughs> And then I liked it. I thought it was funny. It's good. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, the interaction between Mushu and Mulan is great. Um, a great foil to her, uh, for sure. Um, and yeah, I, I just found it really, uh, especially like the scenes when um, she starts to fall for Shang, but she's like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to be a dude, so I'm going to try to play it cool. <laughs> or even um, like when during the I'll make a man of, out of you scene, when uh like at first like you know she's sort of bumbling through like the the trainings like with with the arrows and all that stuff um i just remember that one big sheepish smile or sheepish sheepish smile she gives him like i think it was with the arrows and she decides to put on the tomatoes or whatever. no no it was mushu like oh you're right it's mushu yeah um where yeah so like they're trying to to, to hit the so the they, they kick up a plank with tomatoes on you're it right. and they have to shoot the arrows while right they're in the it. air so mushu leans forward puts a tomato on the end of the arrow and then shane catches her yeah and then she's like eh, you know like she just gives him that big old smile it's like i can't explain that like <laughs> oh you caught me you know yeah. like i just that was so cool like i love that and because that's like something i would do it's like oh okay sorry <laughs> yeah so i think i think mulan's character would probably be my favorite okay so well done what would you say your favorite song was in the movie Honestly, true to your heart. I can I can feel it. Yeah, true to yeah. I love that song. Uh, you know, when when it's done by Stevie Wonder and 98 Degrees. Mm, it's got that nice R&B blend to it. I'm like, "Yes. Yes, always in the mood for that." Though, uh, if I am looking for something to pump me up, like maybe a good workout song or something to just get me in the mode, it's like, "Okay, I can do anything." It's I'll make a man out of you. I mean, it's it has a great strong rhythm. Um very catchy lyrics uh yeah that's, that's one of the reasons why i have no interest in seeing the live action movie 
because they're taking out one of the best songs in the whole movie. Yep. And so, like, me and my wife, my wife wants to see, my wife loves this movie for a few different reasons, but she loves the song Reflection. Oh, it's great. And she loves the song I'll Make a Man Out of You. I mean, because it's one of those things where it's like, my wife, she's like, when people play tackle football, she wants to join and she's like, I'll, I'll, nice. you know, rough and tumble with you guys. There you go. And, um, so like that idea of like Mulan being able to like, yeah, in the beginning she was kind of like tossed to the side and everybody was against her, but she kind of like rose up, lifted it, you know, took it on the shoulders and, you know, eventually was the one who kept on leading the group to do better and, you know, grow more. It's like, okay, like. It's like the whole idea of I'll make a man out of you, and she's a woman. She's like I can hang with the men, I can do it. So I like it's that idea of like oh well you kind of taking out one of the key themes of the song of the movie with I know. that song. I know. So that's I I think make I'll make a man out of you is my favorite. Is song your favorite? Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. Not uh, surprised there. So, what would you say is your favorite scene in the movie? Favorite scene in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, outside of the I'll make a man out of you sequence, like I just, I find that phenomenal. The training montage? Yes, the training montage. Is Not great. as good as Rocky's, but okay. No, yeah. In Disney standards, gold star. Yeah. But the Best scene... Rocky training montage was Rocky um, four when he was training in Russia and it was also Ivan Drago training. So it had Rocky Balboa in the like out in the middle of the field training in a barn and then you had ivan drago training in with like scientific equipment and scientists and all that stuff the music for that and the epicness of the training montages that happened because there were two of them just epic loved loved those training montages wow. and the music it makes me want to watch it for the first time because i've never seen it what yeah i know i haven't seen any of the rocky movies what <laughs> yeah i know i know I'm just disappointing you left oh and right gosh, week after Rick. week. What's my issue? What are you doing to me? <laughs> okay, just continue. I'm just so blown away right now. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Okay, so let's quickly go back here. Maybe I can distract you. Uh, best scene outside of the training montage would be the avalanche scene um, when, you know, she's getting ready to, uh, you know, she sees an, an opportunity, something like she thought outside the box and how she can uh, defeat like this huge, huge, huge army um, and she's like, okay, I'll try to create an avalanche. So she takes, like, I think the last um, rocket Rocking, or whatever, yeah. and then Sean Yu's coming up on his horse, and then she lights it, and then Mushu's like, all right, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, and then she points it up at the hill, and Mushu's on the rock, and he's like, he was right in front of you. How could you miss him? Yeah, his exact line was, like, he's like, he's like, he was three feet in front of you. He was three feet in front of you, and then you just hear him, and then like a very muffled like explosion and then <laughs> which once again makes Mulan awesome because oh, that's, she that's was epic. The, she was the first Disney princess to I think take a life. Yeah. She took like hundreds, hundreds. of thousands of people's lives. Yes. And that was ingenious with the way And people I know people were like no they didn't all die out of like okay I'll be I'll be yeah. generous. I'll be generous. Even if it was only a thousand of them. She's like only like seven or eight of them got out of the snow. Right. Yeah. It's like, come on now. So, at worst case scenario, you killed nine hundred ninety-two people. Yes. <laughs> I mean that that's pretty boss. Um, so I love that scene, especially with how 
they they and wrote it around. And then she killed Shan Yu. And then she killed Shan Yu. That's right. Yep. <laughs> with the fireworks. With the fireworks. I mean, that, again, what a grand finish. So, to oh, that. sorry, my brain just went here. Remember that scene oh, in Aladdin when they go to China and they're both on the roof. Yes. And there's that whole thing like he's they're just on the roof together looking at each other, and I think she's. I think there was. I think Jasmine's. It's all so magical, and then there's another thing of Mulan running across. Get off the roof! Get off the roof! Get off! Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. Oh, that's great. Oh, I love that connection. Oh man. But yeah, yeah, the avalanche, the avalanche scene is is phenomenal, and how they're able to animate that with the snow and just all the different characters is is great. But another one that uh, just really brings like. A realness to it was near the beginning when Sean Yu uh, captured uh, the like the, like the, the Chinese like, a couple of Chinese soldiers and he's like you tell the, the Emperor that I'm coming or whatever mm-hmm. like send this important message to the Emperor and then uh, he lets both go and then he, he asks his sidekick like, how many how many does men it does it take to, to deliver a message only one and then he pulls back the bow and then they cut to black with the I'm like wow like that was so powerful like oh that was dastardly yeah it was but I loved it it was it was harsh I know I know but I'm like that was such a cool way that they like the dialogue there and just what they chose to do can I tell you the best part about Sean Yu his squiggly sword yes his squiggly sword I wanted that sword that was like oh, that was such a cool sword yes I know oh that was great um on a scale of villains, what do you, how do you feel about Shan Yu? You know, he he's like he's one of the uh, silent but deadly kind of guys. You know, like he's he's a ma- he's not a he's a man of few words, but the words that he says carries a lot of weight. But his actions speak louder than his words. You know, like he's a guy who, you know how like you you have a lot of like villains or leaders were like okay go forth my minions and t- you know do battle for me. He's the guy who's always in the front front lines he's the one like getting in the first swing he's the one cleaving the first head you know he's uh yep he's he's taking care of business um so he in terms of like brute strength this guy is like the worst of the worst like he he's definitely one not to be reckoned with um and you know it, it sort of seemed like he's just like a cut and paste kind of villain of course you know like he wants to conquer it all. He he loves bloodshed. Uh, he has no heart. You know he's he's all battle, battle, die, die. I want to you know control everything. So there really isn't a lot about that character that makes him stand out to me, other than that I think for the movie they did a really good job with. Again, man of very few words, but uh, his brute strength alone is something to be feared. So. I mean, so I'd I'd make him a mediocre Disney villain. Nothing too special. How about you? Um, I think he's probably one of the worst, like meanest. Okay, Zillia, gotcha. Disney yeah. villains. I mean, okay. He laid to waste an entire town. Oh, I know. Like entire village, and like the whole thing is like he this his hawk or whatever it was. Yeah. Picked up that little doll, and he's like, like, and plus that little girl is missing her doll. Well, when you go to that town where that little girl was. There's nobody there, and you just see the doll. So he killed men, women, and children, like everything there, and he killed the whole um, like military army, like the elite. Yeah, like, yeah, complete devastation. Yeah. 
So, and he was willing to literally run through the royal palace and essentially cut off the emperor's head. Yeah. To rule China. So, like, on the level of um, people who are scary, it's Shan Yu. Because, like, in the movie, he literally destroys a town, like, on fire. Yeah. And destroys a whole... And eyes, like, aren't they, like, black and yellow? I think so. Like, that's demonic. Dude, he's, he's one of those guys where it's like, I, yeah, he... <sighs> It's it's that it's that difference between um, Scar and a like a, a big baddie like him because it's like Scar was very much like that family level manipulate a child like mentally destroy him like weird stuff for his own gain yeah, yeah. where Sean Yu was very much like yes he would kill children and women and you know everything. But he was much more of, I'll lay waste to this entire land just to make sure I'm the ruler. Or to prove a point, too. Like, he, he just yep. doesn't care. He's yeah. like, to prove a point, to show the might of my army yeah. and my my devotion to my ideal. Yeah. Let's just burn down, kill a bunch of people. I mean. Yeah. So, I mean, and it amazing. wasn't like hinted at in the no. movies. It was like, yeah, he literally destroyed this whole place. Yeah. Yeah. Very scary. So, so that's what I would say with him. I think yeah. he's 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 rough. Yeah, I don't think I ask you what your favorite scene is. In movie. Oh yeah, my favorite scene. Um, it has to be the training montage again, man. I really loved that. Uh, oh, it never gets old. I love the training montage. All right, so let's take a look here. So we talked about him. So, do you consider Mulan a Disney princess? No, I actually don't. Just but be- she's like. She she's, she's given put like as a Disney princess. Like, yeah, yeah, true. She is. I mean, she's given honorary status uh, from the emperor. So I don't know like how far close. But, but she's not. She's, but she's not, not honored. But she's not. She doesn't become a princess. No, because the, she, she then goes she back home. She becomes the highest advisor to the emperor. Yeah, which is definitely not a princess because then she would have to be like he would have to adopt her, or something like that. Yeah, and then also she ends up with uh, uh what's the captain's name? Uh, Shang. Shang. Yeah. But he's a captain. He's a captain. So, like, I don't know. But the king to her heart. You like that? (laughs) So touching. um, Yeah, so overall, what did you think of this movie? I I liked it a lot. Uh, I mean, there's a reason why that I I put it up uh, higher on the list in terms of Disney Renaissance movies. Love the message. Um, and yeah, just going out and getting what you want, uh, being true to yourself, not letting anybody sway what's, what's, you know, in your blood, um, no matter, you know, what, what people say or how hard it is. The story is great. Um, I love the chemistry of the cast and I mean, it's just, for me, I've always been a huge fan of Chinese, Japanese, just Asian culture in general. So I I really, really like this movie um, because I I believe the the writers and everyone involved in Mulan did a really good job at studying, I think, that that culture to bring it, uh, you know, to us as real as possible. So 
And again, I think, you know, the movie is only as good as the lead character. And uh, Mulan is, she's one of my favorite, you know, not Disney quote unquote princesses, but um, Disney female leads. Okay. How about you? Yeah, I think it's number five for me if I had to rank it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would still put Mulan above The Little Mermaid. I mean, on the... For me, it's just The Little Mermaid is the lowest of the Disney Renaissance princesses. I would agree. Uh, Even though she is truly a princess. She's truly a princess. But... And, she, and the movie started off a whole new rena- like a whole new age four animation for Disney. Yeah. I think the story was very simplistic. I thought no, no real character development at all. Um, but... I, I would say, like, I think I would put Mulan higher than that. I would agree. Uh, to be honest, now that I'm thinking about it, if I had to choose, I think I would go... Oh, man. I think I would have to go... So I think I'd have to go Mulan is number one for Disney Princess. Ooh, okay. Jasmine is number two. Belle is number three. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. There you go. He finally filled the number one spot. Who's your number one? Jasmine. Who's your number two? Belle. Number three? Cinderella. Okay. For Disney princesses, yeah. Going going classic. Because I think Cinderella. Mulan um, encompasses that idea of honor, responsibility, family, but willing to be self-sacrificial. All those things, I think Belle and Jasmine encompass that. I just like that Mulan was also like, I can be just as strong as everybody else. She's a go-getter, you know? Yeah. So that's what I also like. So if, if anybody broke into our house, I'd be like, Mulan, get him! Yeah, exactly. And even though, like, the movie did a really good job just because, uh, you know, with, with Mulan being um, a, a female, you know, there are certain limitations that females have over males and then vice versa. So when she wasn't as strong as, say, other, other men, she would outthink them or she would um, think outside the box and be creative to where she could then beat them. Exactly. Which I think is a really, really cool character trait. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, it's, it's like brains over brawn. Well, know? it's one of those things. It's like, yes, she would not have physically outmatched uh, Sean Yu. Right. But. I mean, the guy's the size of a house. Literally. Yeah. He could probably bench like 20 of her. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, but she outthought him. She was more creative. She was smarter. And she then was able to take him down because of that. Yep. So I think. Uh, yeah, I'll probably go with those three. Solid. This is my favorite. Now, if I had to get say who were the top three Disney princesses of all time, that'd be a different question. Right. But, all right, man. I Very think cool. that was it for... This is the last um, episode for this series on the Disney Renaissance movies, our top five Disney Renaissance movies. Um, so, Greg, where can people find us? Ooh. Yes. Facebook. We are My Disney Addiction Podcast. Make sure you check us out there on Twitter. Our handle is at MyDisneyAddicts. And then finally on the gram, gram it up on Instagram. We are my underscore Disney underscore addiction underscore podcast. 
yeah and uh check out all of our posts we we're try we try to post every day uh just fun stuff we also want to hear from you so don't be shy um to let us your thoughts uh, about our posts or even our podcast because we want to make this as best as possible for you guys we want you to enjoy this uh entirely so uh wherever you end up listening to us whether it be on youtube spotify itunes any other different podcast platform please make sure to write us a review and give us those five stars ratings that uh means so much to us and uh it'll only uh you know allow us to continue doing this for you so uh, again really do appreciate all this all the support we've received so far and we look forward to even more in the months to come in the year 2020 oh man right? and you can also email us at my disney addiction podcast at gmail.com when you do please um send us you know a message you know whatever you write or if you could, so we can feature you on the show, if you could please send us an audio or a video clip uh, with you stating your name, where you are from, and how long you have been a Disney addict. We want to make sure that this show and uh, this podcast is all about the fans and making sure that they involve, they're involved because uh, me and Greg are not the only Disney addicts out there and we want to get everybody in that community. Uh, we want them to all be known and um, have their voice heard. So it was a great, great series. I enjoyed it. Yes. Group hug, everybody. Well done. That was great. Feeling the love. Woot, woot. Great. Do you have a closer quote for us? Ooh, well, I, I do, but I'm wondering if uh, if you have one. <laughs> I'm not a lizard. I don't do that tongue thing. Oh, you killed it. All right. So that's yours. For me, I don't know. There's, there's so much, so much to choose from here. Um, I, I do like the, the tongue in cheek nature of Mushu. Um, and, uh, this happened when, uh, you know, she was, uh, off in the army as Ping. And I believe it was after he, you know, fed her that oatmeal breakfast. Yeah. And so she goes out the door. Oh yes. I know which one you're going to say. And then, uh, and then Mushu's like, uh, to the lucky cricket. He's like, Oh, look, look at my baby. She's off going to, to kill people or something like that, right? Yeah. Hold on. I butchered that one. No, um, I think she was like, I think it was like, oh, a little baby all grown up, out going to destroy people. Yes, yeah, that's it. My little baby, off to, to destroy people. Yeah, I love it. I was like, oh, it's so good, so good. All right, everybody, it was a pleasure and it was fun. So we will talk to you guys next time when we hit our new series. That was a Titan Cast episode.